Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Right, 11.19 here on SENZ. Uh, We'll uh, get to, I think, the Ashes first of all, if we can. Uh, Louis, very eventful night. Um, Australia, of course, being sent into that. That's four tosses in a row, just by the by, that um, Ben Stokes has got right, or I think more to the point, um, Pat Cummins has got wrong. I wonder if he's been calling the same head or tail the whole time, but lost four in a row. Uh, but it was an interesting day, and quite, I, I think quite a rewarding day for both sides. It was brilliant. It was captivating. I watched the better part of the first session, Smithy. And uh, do you know what? It was actually good to see David Warner um, go out there and, and really show some resolve. Obviously, we're here at the moment with Polaris on the sports desk, and we've got a plethora of stuff to get through. So thanks to them. And we will start there, you're right. And the day I don't know who it belonged to, Pat Cummins said he would have bowled if he finally won a toss. I mean, I imagine that. England's pretty happy to have them under 308 down at the moment, but then at the same time, Australia, who knows? Uh, Mitch Stark and Pat Cummins, it, it's not out of the question that these guys could put on another 30, 40, 50 runs between them. They're, they're both handy enough. So who who knows? We'll see where they settle up. But the day, I guess you can say, belong to one man's milestone it's an incredible record, and it really is telling of how many test matches they play. But Stuart Broad, well, he got his moment. Yeah, right behind Bairstow, the fly slip. We've got a sub on as well, England. Broad up to head, delivers here, pulls out towards long leg. It goes, it'll carry. That's Stuart Broad's 600th wicket in test cricket. At such an important time. Straight after tea, Travis Head. He couldn't resist. A top edge into the deep. He's gone for 48. And Stuart Broad becomes just the fifth bowler in test history to claim 600 wickets. And the second seamer doing it from the end of his friend James Anderson, who was the first to that mark. Yeah, really special stuff there with his family, Stuart Broad. Apparently uh, apparently his mum didn't know that he was only two away to start the day. So I'm sure she knew once all the, the check the crowd went up. So the, you'd be able to, to name the uh, the four men in front of him on the test wicket take ladder? Well, I would. Actually, I know his dad very well, Chris Broad. Chris Broad was an opener for um, Nottinghamshire in England. Uh, very tall like uh, his son, uh, elegant bats, left-handed batsman. Also a very highly respected match referee around the world. But uh, he will have had the opportunity to be there for this milestone, which is <laughs> absolutely fantastic. If I look at those four, I know who they are. Uh, because they are simply household names. Um, Mataya Muralitharan, or Murali Duran, or whatever you like to call him, but uh, he sits atop the group with 800. Uh, that'll never be beaten, the way I'm thinking. It'll never be beaten. Shane Warne, um, I think, um, acknowledged as the greatest spinner of all time, although Sri Lankan cricket fans will say something different. Uh, 708 wickets. Jimmy Anderson, of course, is... Uh, partner in crime and uh, what a great combination they've been 688 and Anil Kumble, uh on 619 and just 
put you into perspective there, uh, some of the guys that Broad has eclipsed include Glenn McGrath on 563 test wickets, the great Courtney Walsh, 519. Uh, Nathan Lyon himself uh, is sitting on 496, so his 500 is just around the corner. Ashwin, Stain, Kapil Dev. Um, honestly, uh, the record of uh, Broad is, is quite unbelievable to get to 600 wickets. Um, they've played double the amount of games, some of these guys, that Richard Hadley played, and he got 431. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep going back to Paddles uh, in terms of his strike rate, which was absolutely brilliant. Well, Smithy, that's exactly the point I was just going to make here. So uh, of all of the wicket, uh, everybody on this list that's taken more than 400 wickets, uh, Sir Richard Hadley is the only person that had only played in the 80s as far as test matches went. He played, as you say, the 86. Um, uh, oh, Harath's record, another fantastic Sri Lankan spinner. He only played the 93 and took 433. He was an absolute weapon as well. So it's an interesting interesting list to look at, but... Um, Stuart Broad etches himself well and truly into history. He, they say he is big, he is bad, he is better than his dad. Would you agree? Well, a better bowler than his dad. <laughs> his dad was a fine player, a fine test batsman, so yeah, with a good record. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, that kind of longevity is, is quite incredible to think that you can get that when you look at, uh, and I say the modern-day cricketer, and they are modern-day cricketers, Anderson and Broad, but you see the injuries that some players, uh, you know, sustain and can't get through anything like that kind of a career. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. Well, look, speaking of, and, and another fast bowler who's been out for coming up 18 months, we've got a black cap squad, and Kyle Jamieson has been working absolutely overtime. When we spoke to uh, Shane Jurgison as he was departing in that, that role as bowling coach, he did say to us that uh, this time around, this rehabilitation for Kyle Things have just been a bit better mentally and probably physically for him. So I think he's probably surprised a few people with this timeline off the most recent setback. And we've also got a couple of new caps, well, hopefully for them, new caps involved in this squad for a couple of T20 series coming up. Yeah, and very important T20 series as that. Um, I hasten to add, I'm a bit worried we're playing and focusing on uh, too much T20 cricket. Uh, with a, a 50 over World Cup just around the corner. In fact, we've got nine games. We've got three, three against the UAE. Where they came from, I do not know. Um, that's uh, an interesting one in itself while we're stopping off in the UAE. Um, then we've got two warm-up games in Worcester and Bristol. Uh, and then we play four against uh, England. So we've got nine T20 games uh, between uh, August the 17th and uh, September the 5th, so a lot of them quick fire, and then we move into uh, four one-day internationals. Uh, the, I'll name an entirely different squad because the side they named for those four t- uh, one-day internationals against uh, England, uh, that will have to be our World Cup squad. But yes, two uh, debutants. Uh, Dean Foxcroft, uh, been keeping an eye on him. He's been pretty handy all-rounder for uh, the Otago Volts, Dean Foxcroft. And uh, an exciting name who I know very little about, but uh, obviously they've got bigger raps on him. Auckland Aces leg spinner, uh, Adi Ashok. Uh, so they've got uh, maiden call-ups, and uh, they will be, uh, those two players in particular, uh, they will be uh, playing in the series against the UAE. Uh, so uh, if I go through it very, uh, the entire squad, uh, bearing in mind uh, some are playing against the UAE, some are still on duty uh, with English cricket sides, etc., or uh, Major League Cricket, in fact as well, and they'll be joining them for the England side of it. So the entire squad 
Reed Southey, Finn Allen. Oh, gosh, where's he been? Uh, Adia Ashok, uh, Chad Bowes, Mark Chapman. Uh, he's been a real star of late. Uh, Dane Cleaver, uh, Central District's uh, wicketkeeper batsman, very fine player. Devin Conway, who'll be in the England side of it. Uh, Lockie Ferguson, Dean Foxcroft, Matt Henry. Uh, been a great form. And yes, Kyle Jamieson. What great news that is. If he can get back to where he was, uh, we're a threat. Uh, Cole McConkie out of uh, Christchurch, Adam Milne. Another fast bowling. Um, we've got some real pace and fire if they stay fit. Uh, Jimmy Neesham, Glenn Phillips, Rachin Ravindra gets another crack. Mitchell Santner, uh, Tim Seifert, and all um, the keeping duties along with Devin Conway, you would assume. Henry Shipley from down your way. Ishodi still around the fringes. And Will Young uh, gets a gallop too against the UAE. So uh, Kane Williamson, Michael Brace will not considered, and then you'll expect the likes of Tom Latham, perhaps Henry Nichols, uh, to come more so into the 50-over group, Louis. Yeah, that's it, and it's a it's expansive group. It's got a huge mix of youth and experience, and then a lot of experience in there as well. So uh, take your take your point around the healthy or more than maybe over an indulgent um, diet of T20 cricket we're getting. So I had to laugh when you said Finell and where's he been? Were you referencing where he has been? Physically, or, or like literally, or mentally, did you see him get out for the San Francisco Unicorns? No, I didn't. I'm, I'm afraid. Right, I'm going to see. Okay, lean into your camera. I'm going to try and play this for you. I'm putting this just for everyone. I'm putting this down. All right, so he is right now. This is inverse. He is. He's about 28 off nine. So he's classic Finn Allen, um blistering uh, start, and he is just walking very so casually and oh. Didn't get his bat down, and the fielder has whipped it in, and it was the most casual and disgraceful running between the wickets you will ever seen. And he stuck his head up in the sky and grabbed his bat and wandered off like he just felt like the biggest fool in the world. So I thought you were referencing that. It's really bad to watch. Well, yeah, I just saw it for the first time. That is crazy. I mean, playing for a professional outfit, professional game. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand how casual he was there. Um, that is. Unbelievable, to be perfectly honest. So let's hope he gets his uh, proverbial uh, back together when he gets uh, back with that New Zealand shirt on because they have put a lot of weight on his shoulders uh, to uh, be sensational at the top of the order. And uh, apart from a brief flurry last time round, a brief flurry last time round uh, in the T20 World Cup, um, he's been pretty average, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Yeah, that wasn't good at all. Uh, Louis, no, not good at all. No, it's not. But you're right. He'll learn from it. You have to hope. Right. To finish the sports desk, you know, we've actually we've done lots of cricket, which you've got no issue with. So I, I will give a couple of honourable mentions quickly. Uh, Lydia Ko. If anyone wants an explanation on Lydia Ko and her massive, massive blip uh, of the brain in her last LPGA event, um, and you want an explanation of how she she did this and thought that they were playing preferred lies and, and got massive stroke penalties, go to her Instagram. She's put a big explanation up on her Instagram story. She can tell it's rattled her a little bit, but she's trying to move on. And I think we need to cover this, Smithy, because holy, the f- the Tour de France has just been blown open, and we've been covering it closely over the last couple of days. Not even a stalled motorbike could stop Jonas Vingegaard from moving over seven minutes clear in the general classification on the famous, famous Col de la Lose climb, and uh, he absolutely buried his rival, Pogaccia, who blew up big time. He couldn't go with him. And look, I think yet again, Vingegaard was almost surprised with well, how well he cycled. 
Of course, we are super, super happy, and uh, yeah, D yeah, it's hard to describe. Like now, to have more than seven minutes is just uh, really incredible, and uh, of course, the Tour de France is not over yet. I'm sure uh, today will try something on the last three stages. So, uh, so yeah, we just have to. Uh, Still keep fighting. We're not in Paris yet. Did you see what happened? You obviously saw what happened uh, to today when he crashed. Uh, and how did you cope with that situation? <clears throat> yes, I, uh, I I was just behind him actually. So uh, he uh, one guy was going to the right, and then they he overlapped the wheel of of today, and then uh, today couldn't do anything. So uh, yeah, that's very unfortunate for for today and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, an unfortunate situation where Pogacar did get tied up um, in a crash. Look, what they did, the, the group that moved on, they actually did an attack during that period. It's a gentleman sport cycling. I'm learning, right? So they 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 didn't sit down as such, but they definitely didn't uh, attack. So Vingegaard essentially has put the seven minutes on just with absolute uh, pure. Um, well, I guess deserved cycling nous and strength. And yesterday, I thought we we pontificated whether maybe he cooked himself in that time trial because that a minute thirty eight was just something out of out of this world and out of body experience. Well, he turned up today on the biggest climb and and buried his rival. And I just think that is an amazing human effort, Smithy. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for that uh, sports desk. Uh, uh, this guy is a freak, absolute freak. Uh, we've known in the past when we uh, discover freaks in this particular race and things don't turn out that well, um, but let's hope this guy is the genuine item uh, because he is a, an absolute, an absolute superstar, it seems. It's 11.32, right, uh, let's get to our normal business at hand at this time of the day, which is Stump Smithy, uh, 0800 150 811. 0800 150 811 is the phone number. Uh, Brian's waiting for your calls. Uh, we shall be playing for the Canes uh, Deer Velvet capsules uh, to the value of 95 bucks. They are top draw these uh, particular capsules and uh, particularly at uh, this time of the year as well when the body needs a bit of a pickup. Um, they are the, the real bee's knees. So 